Happy Holocaust Day! If the title of this episode is offensive to you, good, it should be. The Holocaust was horrific, and anyone who denies that it happened is horrible too. But I don't think there are many Holocaust deniers left in the world. I think they all died with their dim-witted concrete blockheads. Unfortunately, what we have going on now is new dim-witted concrete blockheads. And that may be you. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if you make it through this podcast or you turn it off because you're just like those Holocaust deniers who didn't think something like that could actually happen. Well, it did. And it's happening now, too. This is episode 12. Happy Holocaust Day. Here's what's going on, guys. This is real. This isn't conspiracy theory. This isn't elephants versus donkeys. This isn't Trump versus Biden. This is a very real and present danger that is looming and will become effective in less than a week. What am I talking about? I'm talking about real-time, modern-day internment camps here in America. It starts in New York. Let me give you a two-minute history for context, and then you'll see that I'm not chicken little crying that the sky is falling. This is documented and happening. In 2016, a New York congressman introduced Assembly Bill A416, which in essence said that if any person was suspected of being a public health threat, they could be apprehended and detained for up to 90 days. That bill squirreled around for several years, popping its head up every now and then, but the New York Senate would never take it on. It was reintroduced several months ago, creating much stir among New Yorkers, and then the bill was removed, completely killed and quashed altogether. As you know, last fall, Governor Cuomo was removed from office and replaced with a woman. I was very excited until this bag of crazy stood in a Brooklyn church last fall and equated herself to Jesus. Don't believe me? You can read the transcript on the official New York State government website. Kathy Hochul is her name, and she also loves medical procedures so much that she likes to strap them around her neck. She doesn't wear a cross or a Star of David, but a necklace that says, Vaxxed. Weird. Anyway, this bag of fun didn't like that Bill A416 was removed. She didn't like how government works. She didn't like that Congress makes laws, not governors. So, on December 14th, during religious holidays when people are distracted, Governor Hochul sneakily introduced a regulation into New York governance. What's a regulation? Well, regulations support laws wherever the laws are vague. Regulations give the fleshing out, the details of the law, how they're supposed to be implemented. Regulations come after a bill has been passed. At least that's how they're supposed to work. But not according to Governor Hochul. Miss Kathy thought it a good idea to circumvent elected officials and create a regulation giving herself and the government power to apprehend any suspected health threat and put them in a detention center. For how long can these individuals be detained? Indefinitely. That's right, indefinitely. Now, if you're starting to say, no way, that can't happen, I remind you of those Holocaust deniers from decades ago who thought the same. No way, well, way, it's happening. Starting on February 15th, 2022, the New York government will be able to arrest you and throw you into a camp for no real reason and keep you there for however long. 
Don't let that vagueness sound non-threatening. That vagueness is what is so terrifying about this regulation. Because it is so vague, this means anyone can be arrested for anything and remain imprisoned forever. Am I getting your attention? I know this is hard to believe, but it's true. This is not about vaxxed versus unvaxxed. This is not about Democrat or Republican. This is about anyone the government suspects of being a threat to public health. This regulation is so sloppily vague, any and everything can fit under it. This means that you triple boosted vaccinated person can go pick up your child from school. And if you wave at a fellow parent who gets their COVID lab results back later that day and they're positive, uh uh-oh, everyone that person came in contact with is now suspected of having COVID. And you could literally have the government show up at your door the next day and arrest you while your child is in school. There is nothing in this regulation that prohibits that. The regulation is intentionally vague. It is intentionally so broad that any and everyone is included. Your coworker is jealous of the impressive work you've been churning out? Guess what? They just need to call the New York State Department of Health snitch line. It's a real thing. I just called it to verify. And report you as potentially, suspiciously, possibly a public health threat. And boom, your jealous coworker has just removed his competition. Is this extreme? Yes. Is this regulation extreme? Equally. Why do you think the governor is trying to go around the New York Senate and House? Because she knows she has no public support for it. Think this is just a New York thing? Well, I got news for you. Washington State and Utah both have similar sounding bills in their legislation. And I don't have to remind you that what happens in New York or California tends to trickle down to the rest of the country. No one is safe. Unless, I guess, if you live in the woods and have lots of guns and mines around. For everyone else, please take this seriously. So, what can we do? Get on the horn. It's going to take about 15 minutes of your day. Not going to lie, it's not fun. I got shit to do too. But then again, I'd rather spend 15 minutes making some phone calls than getting arrested for forgetting to wear a mask into a coffee shop. I'm going to start with general info that's good for all to hear, and then I'll get more specific for the New Yorkers. For everyone, oh, that's my phone. For everyone, go to childrenshealthdefense.org childrenshealthdefense.org and click on the New York page. Or you can simply go to ny.childrenshealthdefense.org. Either way, it's going to give you all the information I talked about today with numbers and emails and handles. If you have a podcast or a social media account or two, spread the word. Again, this has nothing to do with political parties. This is a concern for everyone. For you New Yorkers, I'm going to give you the Twitter handles right now for three important contacts to make. Governor Hochul, Senate Majority Leader Cousins, and Speaker of the House Heastie. It is quite fun to use social media to enact political change. You can also see my Twitter comments I made. It also takes three seconds to send a tweet. Here are the handles. At Gov Kathy Hochul. Kathy's with the K. Hochul is H-O-C-H-U-L. At Carl Heasty, Carl is with a C, Heasty is H-E-A-S-T-I-E, and finally, at Andrea S. Cousins, that's Andrea S. as in Sierra, Cousins. It's important to hit all three because Heasty and Cousins' elected authority is being undermined by a rogue, 
unelected governor, and that's not good for anyone. Again, at Gov Kathy Hochul, at Carl Heasty, at Andrea S. Cousins. The other thing to do for New Yorkers, and this is very important, is to contact the New York State Department of Health. I'm going to give you the number. The reason is because on December 14th, when Hochul tried to sneak this regulation in, there is a 60-day period for public comment. It ends Valentine's Day. So call this number and leave a public comment. They have to document your comments. 518-473-7488. That's 518-473-7488. And look, you can star 67 it so they don't have your number. Now, I just did all this that I gave you. Like I said, it takes about 15 minutes, but I will tell you, I got through to Senator Cousin's office and the woman answering the phone told me they've been flooded with calls. I'm not telling you this so you can say, oh, it's already taken care of. I'm telling you this to give encouragement that this is not a lost cause. They may be coming for New York first, but don't think it ends here if it goes through. It will only embolden other governors to do the same. I will leave with a quote from Martin Niemöller, who was a prominent Lutheran pastor in Germany. He emerged as an outspoken public foe of Adolf Hitler and spent the last seven years of Nazi rule in concentration camps. He is perhaps best remembered for his post-war words. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came from the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Special thanks to Holocaust Wikipedia for the aforementioned quote. Thanks to Curtis Cost of Informed African Americans and John Gilmore of Autism Action Network. Only two weeks ago, it was Holocaust Remembrance Day, and in less than a week on Valentine's Day, we may have another gulag-esque regulation put into practice. Please speak up. This is She Bangs, She Bangs for God and Country. Find me on Twitter at Jennifer Bangs or SheBangsSheBangs.com. Wait a minute, let me take you back. Wait a minute, take you back.